0: If you revel in other people's misery, this book might be for you. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, by Judith Viorst, illustrated by Ray Cruz, published by Aladdin Paperbacks. Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day is written through the eyes of a boy named Alexander. He tells you all about the bad day he is having, and he dreams about the country of Australia throughout the story, most likely because it is far away from where Alexander is. On the back of this novel, it states, I quote, This handsome edition of Judith Viorst's classic picture book is sure to charm readers of all ages. End quote. We shall see about that. Let's dive in. Right off the bat, Alexander tells the reader his day started off horrible. He fell asleep with gum in his mouth. Been there before. Can't say it's pleasant. Well, the gum somehow ended up in his hair while he was sleeping. Can't say I've done that. Sounds miserable. But his day gets worse. He trips over his skateboard while he's getting out of bed. Some mothers might argue that he did this to himself because he didn't pick up his room but give him a break. Then he accidentally soaks his sweatshirt in the sink. Definitely not a good start to the day. Might want to call in sick, put an end to the day before it gets worse. Only he doesn't, and he looks miserable sitting down at the kitchen table. Alexander tells you, I quote, At breakfast, Anthony found a Corvette Stingray car kit in his cereal box. As a guy who likes cars, I love the detail about the Corvette. But guess what? His other brother Nick found a prize in his cereal box. And Alexander got nothing. That shit sucks. Alexander goes on and says he's thinking about moving to Australia. If he knew what was going on there now, he wouldn't. If he moved there now, not only would his day be worse, but his year would be terrible, horrible, no good, very bad. His day continues with him getting screwed with the middle seat in the carpool to school. He's tired and is forced to be smashed in between people in a hot, sweaty car. Brutal. It's when Alexander gets to school when the readers could debate whether or not Alexander makes the day worse for himself. He claims he drew an invisible castle, and the teacher isn't impressed. Good one. The old invisible picture ruse. Well, his teacher wasn't falling for it. And in singing class, his teacher called him out for singing too loud. After the picture, I'm going to give the teacher the benefit of the doubt. He was probably being a little ass. The school day goes on and his best friend spurns him for other friends. And his mother forgot a treat in his lunch. That's cruel. Just when you think his day couldn't get any worse, he has to go to the dentist and ends up having cavities. He falls in the mud and gets in a fight with his brother and gets blamed for it. Then he fucks up his dad's office and his dad says, I quote, Please don't pick him up anymore. Sounds like a real loving father. His dad just wants to leave his son somewhere forever. Just awful. Alexander gets to dinner, and they're having lima beans. This boy has now had three bad meals in this day. This is probably the reason for his bad attitude. He's hangry. He gets ready for bed, and his Mickey Mouse nightlight burned out. And the book ends on him sitting in his bed, with his mom telling him that, Some days are like that. Even in Australia. Maybe she should let him see that Australia has turned back into a prison colony. Might make him appreciate what he has. I can appreciate the moral of this book. Many of us have had days like this, and you just have to grind through them. I love that there is no fairy tale ending. It just ends on a shitty day, leaving the reader to decide if Alexander had a better day the next day. You could use the old adage, your day is what you make it, and debate that Alexander made the day worse on himself by some of his actions, and maybe he could have turned it around with a better attitude at school. But when you're in a bad mood, sometimes you let those emotions out in a not-so-productive way. Judith did a wonderful job making this story relatable, with situations and adding specifics to spark the reader's imaginations. The illustrations were detailed and accented the story well, but my biggest knock would be that, at least for this version of the book, they were black and white which made them dull. If they had the colors like on the front of the book, they would have been way better. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to rate this book a 4.2. I'll have the full bird, and I'll just look at the trimmings. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.